Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. All right, everybody, welcome to the show today. We have got some serious things to talk about. And by serious, I mean I need to get something off my chest. It's something I've been sitting on for a while. You've read the title. You know what we're talking about. Let's get into it. All right, I'm going to switch it up music a little bit. We don't need super intense music. This isn't a super intense topic, but I do want to talk about steroid use and performance enhancing drugs. Now, before we get into the meat of this discussion today, I want to outline a couple things. First of all, I will kind of lay out how I feel about everything. Um, my thoughts on hormone replacement, my thoughts on steroids, SARMs, all, all of these different things. I will also kind of comment on, you know, why I think a lot of these things need to be, we'll say, curtailed a little bit more online. And by that, I mean, well, let me just lay out what we're going to talk about. Let's just jump right into it. So the reason for making this video is I've gotten increasingly irritated with, quote, fitness influencers online talking about steroids. Now, there are a lot of people, there's been a trend over the last few years of pe more and more people being open about their steroid use. And on one hand, there's a lot of other coaches who, who don't like steroids and talk bad or talk against using any PEDs. But what they'll do is they'll say that, but then in the same breath, they'll say, but you know, at least these people are being honest about it. At least they're being open and they're not hiding it, which yes, if you're going to do it, be, be open about it. You know, that, that I will agree with. However, I still think that that's giving too much credit where it's not due because when they're using performance enhancing drugs to sell any kind of program or supplement or whatever, even if they don't come out and say it, it's implied that that's what they use to look that way. And there will be consumers that will think that. And so that's where a lot of that's where a lot of other fitness personalities will say, well, that's why we do the natty or nots. We want to call these people out. We want to call them out. And you and you sit there and you say, you know, this bad because they did this and this one's okay because they at least they admit it. No, it's, that's not okay. And it's not okay because again, even if, even if the the person says, you know, people, I'm taking steroids. I do these things. I do this. I do this. I do this. Here's my program. I did not look like this when I did steroids or doing this program did not make me look like this. It was more of the steroids plus this program. Even if they were open and saying it, open about it, it's going to invite folks to assume that steroids are okay. Right now, they're still an illegal substance. And even those who get prescription hormone replacement therapy, which I'll talk more about later, it's still not, in my opinion, a great way to advertise yourself. Now, 
I'm not going to sit here. You won't hear me say, look, if you want to do it on your own time, you know, and you're not trying to promote anything and you're just going to the gym and you just want the best version of yourself, you know, you're not going to hear me say, then that's okay. Go ahead and do that. No, I still think steroids are bad. I don't think you should be doing them. I don't think they need to be in our, um, I don't think they need to be out there. Now, are there uses for them medically? Sure. There's times when they could be appropriate. Just like with hormone replacement there, I think there are times when it's appropriate. If someone has chronically low testosterone, yeah, go for it. And, and if some of these influencers are, then, then the thing is, I'm taking this because I had this medical condition and you have to go then explain that everything you're doing is separate from the medication you're taking. That's still you know, harder to sell, I think, which is why no one does that. And here's the problem. When, we, when we're putting out programs and we're putting out supplements, we're putting out anything we're trying to sell and using our bodies to do that, it becomes a very, very, very blurred line. And, and I get really frustrated because I've been in this industry for a long time and I may sound like, you know, a bunch of sour grapes sitting here complaining, but it's trainers like myself in Chelsea and a whole host of coaches that I work with and, and communicate with that deal with people coming in and you're having to fight all of these stereotypes. You have to fight all of these trends and you have to fight all of this misinformation that's out there. And then you're like, well, this person looks ripped and they've got a million subscribers and they're saying this and they're saying this and they're saying this. And Pete, you don't have a million customers. You don't have a million subscribers on your channel. So you're not as good. So your information's not as good just because I know you personally. So, you know, I, the, the thought is, oh man, a big old spider in my room. Sorry, got distracted. Um, the thought is we as health professionals, you know, have to wade through all the BS. And so when we sit there and say that, oh, everything online is just entertainment. Well, that's not necessarily true. There is good stuff out there, but as we all know, the flashy stuff gets, you know, gets the views. If you have a really um, catchy or clickbaity title or a good thumbnail picture, that's what's going to get people to click on your video. Everyone knows that, and everyone uses that. And I'll sit here and say that I agree that that's probably a really good way to get people to click on it because it works on me. The problem is, I just get so tired of coaches out there being okay with people using drugs just because they're open about it. And so the coaches that say, well, I only do a natty or not video because I'm trying to expose the, the, the fake ones out there. Well, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with pointing out, you know, fakes. If there's something that's fake out there, then yeah, point it out, point it out. That's, there's nothing wrong with that, but don't give any one credit even if they just want to do it on their own. If they have a reason to do it, a medical reason, that's it. And I know this, again, sounds pretty harsh or pretty just, you know, uh, like I said, sour grapes, just because I'm not, you know, on steroids. But the thing is, I see now, especially with my uh, uh, target audience, we have a lot of youth athletes. They're watching content. They're watching all these things and they don't understand it and they don't know. 
They see these guys that are just a couple years older with these amazing physiques that are taking SARMs, uh, not realizing the harm that it's going to cause their body in the long term. You know, they get they do all of these drugs so young, and then they get off of them, and their bodies are wrecked, and they have to go back on hormone replacement just to maintain a, a quality life the rest of their life. And that's not good. That's not good. And so a lot of people have asked me, and I've said this before on the podcast, you know, if I'm ever going to use any of that stuff. And I said, yes, I will if my body stops producing enough testosterone. If I were to get to a point where I don't feel, you know, um, like myself, energy-wise, libido-wise, you know, all the all the things that testosterone will, will help with, um, I would have my levels checked, which I have. And if they're chronically low and it's affecting my quality of life, then yes, I would use those things. And then people say, well, if you're going to use that, then, you know, what's wrong with other people doing it? Well, not everyone needs it. And so here's the thing. And this is, I think, where a lot of people get mixed up is our ranges of testosterone fluctuate. So depending on, you know, sleep habits and eating habits, drinking, uh, rest and recovery from other workouts, your your testosterone is going to go up and down. So if, if you're in a, and I guess I should say, the reason that's important is I could make it look really low if I really wanted to for several days in a row, and have it tested and convince the doctor that I'm chronically low and they get a prescription and say, look, I want to know the doctor. I'm chronically low, blah, 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 blah. Or you can say, I want to get on here and I want to keep my levels in. I'm, I'm within the range of a 45 year old male. Well, here's the problem. My range will fluctuate up or down. And let's just say for argument's sake, it will range from, you know, 300 nanograms per deciliter up to, you know, six, 700. It can range. So if I'm always, you know, up and down based on just normal day-to-day routines, and then someone comes and takes a, a pill or a, uh, a drug and and levels that off at that top end, you know, seven, eight hundred for, um, you know, whatever the top end of the range is for, for your age group. And then you just hardline it there and just maintain it there. Well, that's not natural. And you might say, "Well, I'm in the natural range. I'm not taking exo- I'm not taking, you know, super physiological, uh, to use a Derek term, um, uh, amounts." But but you are in a way because people aren't like that normally. People aren't always hardlined at the top end of their range or at any number for that matter. They will fluctuate, and so that will aid in the recovery for your age. It will allow your age. And some people say, well, why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't you want to just live a life where you can be, you know, have the energy, build the muscle, burn the fat, have the libido, have everything that you want. And and, and you're not taking excessive amounts. And again, I would argue that that's not necessary. It's not necessary because you can do that naturally. And I think that's the hardest thing for people to understand. It is harder and it takes longer. And there's some more sacrifices potentially that you have to make, but you can do it. So my question back was, why would you want to put anything in your body that's not natural if you don't have to? 
And so my concern is that it paints a picture that just do whatever you want and then rely on these drugs and you'll be fine. I had a coach one time and this is, this is 10 years ago or so come to me and you know, say it just casually we're working out and it's like, so when are you going to hop on? I'm like, uh, and at the time, again, I was mid thirties. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to unless, unless I actually have to have it. And they're like, well, he's like, really? I'm, 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 as soon as I hit 35, I'm, I'm jumping on it. Cause I don't want any decline. I don't want to lose anything I've gained. And I understand that. I don't want to lose what I've gained and I've been up and down. I've fluctuated if you will. But, um, the, the main issue for me is who it really impacts. So if you did that and you didn't tell anyone and you just did it for yourself and you go and you promote your programs and you're doing what you're doing and you're not like putting up world record strength numbers or you don't have, you know, an IFBB pro physique, but you're taking this stuff to maintain where you're at and to maintain a quality of life that you like and no one ever knows and you're putting out content and you're selling programs, you're selling supplements or whatever it is, you might quote unquote get away with it, but not to yourself. And I think that will at some point pull at you that you didn't do it. You never tried to maximize it yourself. And so you'll hear a lot of people talk about doing steroids and they'll say, um, well, I want to reach my genetic potential first, then hop on steroids. And I just want to take myself to the to the highest levels of, of you know what's possible. And again, it's all personal preference, right? I, I I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that will look at me or listen to me and think you're an idiot, or yeah, but I want to get to this level, and everyone else is doing it. I want to be an elite powerlifter, and all the other powerlifters are doing it. Well. I would reevaluate what your goals really are. I mean, I've seen it in sport. I've competed in strength sports and I've seen the usage. Now, I was never a high, high level competitor, but it's been around, I've seen it. And it's, to me, again, it's not that I just don't see the, the use in it, it's that People jump to conclusions or jump to solutions without putting in the hard work. Now, people are going to say, oh, I still work hard. Yes, I know. You have, if you take all that stuff, you still have to watch what you eat and you still have to be disciplined in the gym and consistent. So I'm not taking away their work ethic when, and when it comes to how hard they work and what they do and how hard they push themselves and how disciplined they are with their diet. What I'm talking about is they didn't... <laughs> They didn't ex exhaust all of their natural potential. If they say that, they're incorrect. And they're incorrect because we can build muscle. Everyone is different genetically. Everyone's going to look a little bit different, but we can build a lot of muscle. We can do things very, very um, uh, easily is not the right word, but we can do things. Um, oh, trying to think of a better word than naturally because I've used it so much, but we can do things the natural way and we can try to eat better. We can exhaust our resources trying to eat better, trying to sleep better, trying to 
come up with a workout that's better for ourselves. And that's where us as personal trainers really need to kind of step up and say, hey, rather than say, let's take this, 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 and this to maximize potential. Let's not go overboard. Let's take it under the safety of a doctor. Let's do these things. I mean, why wouldn't we? Then we can all live like, you know, studs and have, you know, uh, you know, pro bodybuilding physiques into our 50s and 60s and, and do this. Well, we still can. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm not saying I don't want that. I certainly do want that. All I'm saying is that I think it can be done without the use of drugs. Now, as I said before, there are people that need it and therefore it should be around. And I think those people should have access to it. If I ever needed it, I will take it. If a client of mine comes in and says, hey, I want to do this. I can't tell them no, but I can tell them why they shouldn't and what we can do. And if they really want that physique, if that's really what they want and they're after that quality of life, it's going to feel a lot better than, you know, taking a shortcut to get there. And it is a shortcut. And I guess that's that's where I'm you know, going to probably draw a little bit of flack for this. But I really want my listeners to understand that when you do try to do things naturally, when you try to come up with a nutrition plan, when you that can be difficult, it can be hard, and you can get close, and then these drugs just help that extra little bit, and you, maybe you're not taking too many to have too many side effects, if any. But again, it's going to be one of those things where, you know, if you're given something versus earning something you tend to take a little bit more care about it when you earn it and again i am mostly frustrated and the most the, the most reason the, the the biggest reason i'm talking about it on the podcast today is i am tired of hearing debates online and seeing debates about health and you know fitness when PEDs are being thrown around. That's not health and fitness. That may be an aesthetic and that might be a corner of the fitness industry or the workout industry, we'll say, but not the health and fitness industry because that's not being healthy and fit. Again, those that will be mostly upset about this podcast are those that are saying, well, why wouldn't I? Why, Pete, why wouldn't you want to be at that level? And I've already said it, but the idea is I do want to be there. But when I'm there, I want to know that it was because I was able to hack my body's own uh, potential by finding the right food, exercise, and rest combinations. And again, as a, as a strength coach and, and personal trainer, that's something that you know, that's part of my job to do that for my clients. You know, I could easily go to my clients just like with any supplement. I could line them up with a ton of supplements and say, you're going to get the most bang for your buck here. But I would rather teach them to eat better, sleep better, and make better decisions with their exercises to get the best results they can. They're going to feel better that way in the long run and spend less money generally. Now, I will not sit here and say that all supplements are bad. Clearly, I don't believe that. I've taken protein, taken creatine. Um, 
I've done pre-workout here and there. I don't really love pre-workout. I'm drinking black coffee right now. I'm getting ready to work out after this podcast. That's my pre-workout today. I had to take a sip. It's getting cold on me. But anyways, the point is, if you are consuming content online and you're seeing all these things talking about steroids, who's natty, who's not, this person lied about it, this person's open about it, so that's okay, or who cares what they do, it's their own business, and things like that. I think all of those attitudes are perpetuating in a way the use of steroids, which can't be tolerated, in my opinion. We just can't. You just can't because it sends the wrong message on a lot of levels. And my headphones are done. So I am going to sign out here. And uh, that is strange. Hopefully this was somewhat helpful. Hopefully this was somewhat um, beneficial to you guys. It's not my normal type of podcast, but I also really feel like we need to start pushing back a little bit about this. It needs to be not normalized. We need to take it out of the spotlight. Quit, Just quit talking about it, or at least quit talking about it in a way that makes it okay just if you're open about it. It's not okay either way. That's my opinion, of course. But please comment. I, I'd like to hear people's thoughts about it. And and, uh, and again, I'm not condemning it uh, in the sense that you know I know people will do it, but I certainly don't recommend it. Don't promote it. And I wish other people wouldn't as well. All right, have a good one.